Hi everyone, I'm Alex. I'm Maggie. And this is Socially Coarse. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. Yay! Um, so, today we're going to be talking about, since Maggie kind of locked us in it last time. Gonna, <laughs> Sorry guys. It's fine, I was just joking. We're going to be talking about um, a couple of Disney sequels that are coming out this year that were... A couple that we're looking forward to, a couple that were a bit more eh, eh. about, um, as usual, because, you know, that, that tends to happen with us. Yeah. Um, Although we have varying degrees of mehness that's between true. us. This is true. We mm. can prevent, we can, we can present something of a balanced opinion most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, so, first up on the list are the two that we talked about at the end of last episode. Um, so, we have The Incredibles 2 and Woo! Wreck-It Ralph 2. Um, so, yeah, um, The Incredibles 2, obviously, a lot of people have been waiting um, quite so long a while for Yeah, for the uh, for the. the second one to come out um, i mean so it was 2004 oh god yeah. i thought it was 2008 it's like 14 years yeah it's a hefty but time people loved it so much and to be fair i feel like the hype with incredibles came a few years after it was released i didn't feel like it was a straight away everybody loved it kind of thing mm. which is mm. a bit strange but i guess that's how niche fandoms develop um same with firefly not oh, enough people watched even. it when it was live, but then suddenly it exploded into this massive... Don't even get me started. I know. Um, and I'm not surprised why. But with Incredibles, that happened, and a lot of people called for a second Incredibles film. And we finally got it, and they recently released sort of the plot yeah. of what they're thinking about it, which is what got us thinking about, you know, other sequels mm-hmm. as well. And it, it looks all right. It looks kind of like the new... Well... You know how we feel about the whole PC equality thing is that, you know, we shouldn't try and shove it down people's... Like, yes, we should talk about it and we should make sure that equality happens, but, like, don't shove it into everything and just try and, you know, do it. But Don't so make it political, film, basically. Yeah. Don't make everything political. Yeah. There's no need for it. But, I mean, in this sense, I can see why they did it because it is going to be hilarious. Just like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, so... Anyway, the plot is looking to be that um, Elastigirl is like commissioned by these network officials to basically bring a resurgence of the heroes. So she's kind of like the poster child for the new era of heroes. Um, while her husband, Mr. Incredible, stays at home and takes care of the kids, which includes Jack-Jack, who has a shit ton of powers. Now, yeah, all of a sudden just blossoming into yeah. his ridiculous amount of powers that and he has. So it's kind of like seeing how he copes with that situation while she also reluctantly is kind of this big, massive hero. I, I don't know whether reluctantly, actually. Yeah, I don't I know think, how I they're going to position it. I don't know. That's the thing. It hasn't because been much released about it. I think she's kind of she, just going to flow with it. Wasn't she originally the one who didn't want to be a hero anymore? Who wanted to sell? Who wanted him to stop being? Well, yeah, but that was mainly because of the when the, they made it basically illegal <laughs> yeah yeah it was so, basically the sokovia accord <laughs> basically and um thing that we're excited about is that edna's coming back so oh my god for all I'm, the fans of edna i'm worried that disney are going to try a little bit hard with it though because yeah. obviously it's been 14 years since the original so they're obviously you know just just dragging up old films that i've got mm-hmm. a bit for fan bases and doing sequels for them which is fine if they do it well it's how you know Mm-hmm. It's, it's how films work. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm worried that... Because obviously Edna's got like a big sort of cult following of her own because she's just great. Um, even Knock though it. she, you know, she has like one scene, like two scenes. Knock it. Knock it. And that's like the most famous thing she has about her. So I'm worried that they're going to be a little bit try-hard with it, but we'll see. Um, everyone who is... All the original characters that are returning are voiced by the original um, voice actors. Which is a sign of a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think because it just means that probably what they were presented with was good enough that they were coming back for it. Um, yeah, but I do, I do genuinely worry, not even about the studio doing it justice, because I'm sure they'll include some bits which will be really good. But I worry about just the sheer anticipation factor and being disappointed by it. Yeah, that's I mean, the thing. Nothing. I was worried about the same thing with um, the new Star Wars film, which apparently, you know... I needn't have been with seventh film, but it is that kind of you know. Actually, with Star Wars, people weren't expecting it to be revamped, were they? No, really. they were kind of happy with the storyline as it was. Yeah, they. There were a few people who were like, "Oh, there should be a sequel to this," but then deep down in their hearts, everyone knew that it couldn't possibly live up to expectations. So, but then Disney bought Lucasfilm, and everyone was like, "Yep, there's going to be more Star Wars films." Mm-hmm. Um, but I do worry about that, and I worry about what people remember about The Incredibles also because of the fact that the fandom kind of evolved after the release, like way after the release. Yeah, yeah. So I do worry about what people have as expectations of this. And to be fair, I, like, as soon as I saw somebody saying, oh, they should bring Incredibles 2 back, I was like, yeah, yeah, like they should have make an Incredibles 2. I was like, yeah, let's make it. And then I didn't even know why. Like, yeah, exactly. There was yeah. no reason in my head where I was like, mm, this wasn't explained, this wasn't explained. Like, there was well, no particular reason, but everybody seemed to get behind this idea of revamping it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, it has no need for a sequel. Mm. So and that's I what, don't even think it was that popular when it came out. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that it, like, suddenly got this cult following from nowhere. And, like, I'm not saying it was a bad film. It was a good film, but it didn't seem like the kind of film that needed a sequel. And I worry about this kind of just just this just this love for this film coming from a place of just nothing. Nothing. Yeah, like people don't know what they want from it. So when they see it, ultimately, like they might just be disappointed based on the fact that they'll be like, I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It seems a bit strange. No, I, yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like, it, like I say, it came out of nowhere. It doesn't really warrant a sequel, no. storyline-wise. Mm. At the end of it, we found, at the end of the first one, we everything was wrapped up quite nicely. Mm-hmm. People knew about supers and were kind of in support of them for the yeah. most part. And they defeated the villain, and Jack Jack had superpowers, and that's it. Yeah, fair but- enough. If this second one was a, you know, five or ten years down the line. But it is taking place literally after... I think the first scene from it is going to be like the last scene from the the first one, basically. Which has its ups and downs by itself as well. But at the same time, it means there's been literally zero further character development and Mm. and things like... And not, you know, the family hasn't progressed as Mm. a superhero unit, you know, Mm -hmm. and and trying to deal with Jack-Jack and, you know, his unlimited amount of powers and things like that and... Yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I, me personally, I'm not too keen when films do that. I like a gap in between, mm-hmm. especially if they're just making the story up as they go along. Yeah, if it's not based on something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if it's not based on a plot hole being developed, yeah, exactly, then yeah. yeah, you should give it a little bit more time because then, I don't know, it's almost like you have more freedom with it if you give it a little bit more time. Well, that's the thing. Like It, it could have been the exact same storyline. It's been five years since they mm-hmm. defeated Syndrome and the world's kind of been like, you know what, where are the superheroes? Because mm-hmm. they could have had it where there was like more villains were coming out and mm. more superheroes were coming out regardless of the law. And they were like, no, mm-hmm. right, supervillains need to be stopped. Um, and obviously in that, <clears throat> excuse me, in that time, Jack-Jack could have grown up a little mm-hmm. bit and been more self-aware and things like that. And yeah, I think the second film would have been better with a gap, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, <laughs> is The Incredibles just basically The Simpsons with superhero powers? Yeah. But yeah. It's like... <laughs> just when you were talking there about jack and I'm thinking about, you know, he was a baby, he couldn't communicate. So... <laughs> Is he just going to be a baby who just goes gaga and blows shit up? And which is, yeah, there's a husband and a wife and a boy and a girl. And yeah, and no, the husband I, I, is useless at taking care of the kids, yeah. so they give him one day. I don't know. It's just, it's a bit, mm, I don't know. I just, it. I to be fair, like I say, I kept thinking, oh yeah, Incredibles 2. But then I, when I thought about it, I'm like, why? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It there's, wasn't like the most groundbreaking thing in the world. Yeah, the more I think about it, I'm like, ah, I'm probably not going to go to the cinema to see no, it. No, I don't wait think so. And- get it and watch it and unless be, somebody wants to give well, us free tickets to prove us wrong hashtag sponsored and then hashtag we'll, sponsored. we'll watch it at home and go through and be like yeah that was all right yeah i think that's like the best reaction we're gonna i and don't think it's gonna end and we're gonna be like oh my god that was amazing no. it's gonna be like oh yeah incredible just, too cool I'm, I'm anticipating that there'll be another edna classic moment which we'll be laughing at the entire time and that'll basically be it but that's the thing. I'm worried they're going to try too hard with it. And she's going to be in too many scenes doing the same thing over and over Probably. again. And it, it, the joke, the gimmick's going to wear thin. But I don't okay. know. I mean, they, they exactly. They might not do it. They might. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll move on to Wreck-It Ralph 2 anyway. Yay! Because I am more looking forward to this one. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say... Again, I don't think it warranted a sequel. But at the same time, they have something they can expand into. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, the Wrecker Ralph 2, it's actually called Ralph Breaks the Internet. There was a, like a teaser trailer released for it. Didn't really tell us anything, but no. the plot's being released. Um, so the the plot basically is, it was like 14 years after, or four years. Four years, I think. Something like that. Yeah, anyway, a certain amount of time after Wrecker Ralph 1, the arcade's still there, and, and Ralph and like Vanellope and all the rest of them mm. are still friends and things like that. Um, they find a, which I called, I called this. Mm-hmm, you um, called it. So they find a Wi-Fi router in mm-hmm. the arcade and then they go through it and obviously it takes them to the internet and it leads them into a whole whole different world um i don't know what they're going to focus on with it i don't know mm-hmm. if they're going to just do the internet in general or if they're going to do like internet games so mm-hmm. there'll be like world of warcraft references and, and stupid stuff like that which i would love i'd enjoy um in which but- case the characters that we have seen on imdb do not make sense yeah well this is the thing because we, we were looking up on imdb and it's it is quite cool that they're including these characters but at the same time it's like where do you fit into the to this film so there's basically a bunch of uh disney princesses in it who are going to be voiced by and the original actors and actresses they were voiced and by. it's all the uh strong female disney princesses yeah so just to rattle off a few we've got um moana uh, who's our personal favorite anyway mm-hmm. uh we got anna and elsa from frozen we've got merida from brave we've got tiana from the princess and the frog we got mulan from mulan um 
and there's uh, there'll be a couple others in there as well, um, and they're all being voiced by the, the original actresses, which I like. I yeah. do like it when they do that; they bring back and the originals. Like we've said before, we loved how Wreck It Ralph brought nostalgia to the force. So, like, yeah, it's very pop, pop culture, culture yeah. But it did it in a clever way. Yeah, like, it was very clever with them, and I liked that. And I really thought it was good. So, so I'm thinking they get to the inter- how does. How did the Disney princesses the Disney, relate? Yeah, exactly. And again, you know, it's not a surprise that it has to be the powerhouse princesses, like most feminist princesses out there, which, you know, you could have, you know, you could have, t- I don't know. I don't know. No, it's because if you think about it, it's mainly because they're like the newer ones. Yeah, if you I have guess, like Cinderella and Snow White and things like that, they've already been covered in like Shrek in films like that. So yeah, bringing them back would just be a little bit dull. And like, I mean, thinking about it that way, I think these princesses are more interesting i mean yeah. because they Completely. are powerhouse princesses yeah. like yeah. moana and mulan can you imagine those two oh, teaming up yeah. that'd be amazing that'd be so cool and merida yeah like, and then anna and elsa are just there but you know and tiana's, and tiana's just there yeah. um but yeah like i'm intrigued by it but i don't know where they're going to fit in with regards to the ralph and vanelli's adventures through the internet yeah. but as, we'll as see. long as the original writers are there and I think as long they are. as the original produced because i like i say the references in the original Wreck-It Ralph were just so clever and so good. It and was great the way they did it through like yeah. the power cables oh, and they all they all hung I out at that. each other's oh. games. Like the bar was the, yeah. the bar. I can't remember what the game was called. Um, but they all hung out at that bar. Yeah. Like, it was oh, really it was it was clever. Like so you think good. about it you go, Oh yeah, it's really good to see how they did that. And I just love the power cables and how they didn't like the main kind of um, transit. Power, yeah. yeah. Power goes <laughs> like the train, basically. <laughs> oh, so good. I just, um, I really thought that was so, so clever. Um, so uh, I'm hoping that they can replicate. Yeah, this it's uh, Rich Moore, who was the director for the first one. He's the director again. And, and story by Phil Johnson. Phil Johnson's director and writer on this one. He wasn't. Oh, he did the story on the, the first record off as well. So it should remain. Uh, along the same level again, the Thank same God. actors are coming back, like John C. Riley's doing um, Ralph, Sarah Silverman's doing Vanellope. We got Jack uh, McBrea, whose name I can never remember, um, doing Felix. We got Jane Lynch as Calhoun. Um, we do have Alan Tudyk coming back. Don't know who as he did King Candy in the first one, um, which well, I I didn't know until awesome. I like Googled it. Yeah, yeah, after I'd seen it, I was like, oh my God, that was Alan Tudyk. I mean, but he's gonna just... have a voice in the second one. Yeah. Um, same with James Corden, which he was in the first one, and he's listed, but he doesn't have a character name. So, uh, in the second one, that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, it is like I have to say, oh. you're on it out, sweetie. Yeah, you're on it out. I have to. I just, I really loved Wreck It Ralph. I wasn't going to watch it because I wasn't sure what it was about, and then I was like, you have to see it. You have to. See it. It's just great. So we watched it together, and I'm obsessed with it. It's just so good. So. You know, Wreck-It Ralph 2, if they basically, they can do the same storyline just with a modern twist. Like, they have well, that freedom. The thing, because they're bringing awesome. that nostalgia into the yeah. 21st century, which yeah. I think is, because obviously a lot of it's going to be Vanellope and Ralph just going, what the hell happened to the world? Yeah. Which I love, obviously. Uh, <laughs> that would be so good. Oh, sorry. Yawn break. You a little bit tired yeah. there, sweetie? No. Um... It was so good. Uh, so, so I'm really looking forward to Wreck-It Ralph too, and hopefully they'll do it justice. It's gonna be That's great. all I care about. It's gonna be great. I hope so. It's the same director. It's the same writers. So, hopefully they can't mess it up too bad again. It's just hoping that they don't mm-hmm. 
they're not doing it for sequel sake. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, they are. If you get honest with it, they're doing it to make more money. Which is fine. Like I say, it's the way the world works. But as long as they put effort into it, then mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there are two more Disney sequels coming out this year. So we have the sequel to Big Hero 6, which admittedly we haven't seen. But we've um, heard good things. So. And we don't know much about the second one. There's not many details being released about it, um, so we can't go into that too much. Uh, but the second one we wanted to talk about is the second Mary Poppins film. Yeah! Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins. She is Julie Andrews approved, so... I know, but okay. yeah... Julie Andrews not the kind of person who'd be like, whatever, no one's going to play me as well, well as me. Well, I think Julie Andrews is the kind of person who wouldn't say anything if she didn't have anything positive to say. So I think the fact that, you know, and I mean, I've seen so many videos where Emily Blunt was freaking out over the fact that she met Julie Andrews. Like she was totally fangirling out. So I'm not I think- saying, you know, Emily Blunt's a bad person or anything like that. I've just seen, obviously, the teaser trailer and pictures of her as the character. I don't think she suits it. I think it's because you grew up with it. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, no one can play it apart from Julie Andrews. It's just, I don't, I don't know why Emily Blunt doesn't fit the role for me. Uh, she does for me, because she's just the right amount of sassy at the same time as being quite feminine. I mean, we'll see how it goes. You know, it's it's set... Um, this one might be the one that's set, like, 14 years after yeah. the original. Um, Which I think is good, like we said. Yeah, it's easier yeah, yeah. to do it that way, and therefore you can give it a lot more depth the storyline so yeah you've got emily blunt as mary poppins obviously um and then she comes back after the two grown-up children michael and have now grown (laughs) it's sort of moved on with their lives michael lives at the same house that they all lived in in the first film um i wonder if the cannon's gonna be there obviously it's gotta be the guy with the cannon jesus he was in a different house, by the way. Psst, whatever. Um, so, I just meant in the neighborhood. I know, I'm God. 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 Um, you called that. Sorry, Bast is trying to escape the the room. You cannot. Um, so yeah, you got Lin Manuel Miranda as as uh, Mary Poppins coming back to see the two kids that have all grown up. Uh, Michael has three children. You said Lin Manuel Miranda as the as Mary Poppins. Did I? Would you not watch yeah. that version? Yes. I would watch that. <laughs> right, recasting. Lin-Manuel Miranda is now a male Mary Poppins. <laughs> You're doing all these female, all these male into female characters. Let's let's make Mary Poppins real. Let's have Max Poppins. <laughs> that sounds like a really bad porn name, actually. <laughs> Max Poppins. No, you do not make Mary Poppins sexual. Are you telling me that yet yeah, there's not a Mary Poppins porno? No, Rule there 64, is not. Maggie, come on. There is not. Rule 64, there I'm is sorry. Not. I'm sorry. There's not. I'm going to Google it. Nobody after would this. defile Mary Poppins like that. No, Alex, do not give have me you, that look. Have you been on the internet at all? <laughs> do not give anyway. me that look. Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins, comes back to see the kids. Michael is living in the same house. Presumably Jane has moved somewhere else, I guess. We, there wasn't much Google about her, her released yet. It was Jane, anyway. Um, but Michael's had three kids, and Woo! there was no mention of his wife. It just says he suffered a personal tragedy, so obviously I'm assuming his wife died. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got these three kids, and that's when Mary Poppins comes back. Mm. So I'm assuming it's to help him. With raising Cope. the kids and yeah, coping with the loss of his wife and things like that. Uh, we have Lynn Manuel Miranda coming back as the apprentice of Bert from the first film. Obviously, Dick Van Dyke's character, the, the 
artist in the chimney sweep. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't I... say he was coming back. Because that would imply that Lynn Manuel Semantics was woman. the original one. Which would not surprise me. Yeah. He <laughs> like was just somehow, a kid in it somewhere. He was just one in the of background, the little yeah. kids somewhere. <laughs> he was just one of the chimney sweeps in that yeah. song. At least. Just d- hasn't aged. <laughs> I love Mary Poppins. Anyway, um, Dick Van Dyke is, I assume, making a cameo appearance. He does have a character name, but it's it, it didn't seem name. like a major character. Yeah. So I assume he's going to be doing a little cameo, which I'm going to love because it's yeah. going to be great. Um, and there's going to be Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep's going to be in awesome. it. Awesome. Colin, Colin Firth's, Firth's going to be in awesome. it. Angela Lansbury's going to be in it. Angela Lansbury, well, she, she was like Lansbury. the balloon woman or something. Yeah. So she's going to be selling Random. balloons, so that's going to be great. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Colin so Firth yeah, is somebody else it's again. It's got some big hidden names in it. Mm-hmm. Obviously. A lot to live up to. Oh, the only thing I'm... I mean, I know Meryl Streep has done a British accent before, and I don't think it was that bad, but that could be bad. Because just 54 years ago, Jesus. the original came out. Just let that sink in there. Just yeah, everyone just let that get to you. Fifty-four years. Yes. I think I read in the wiki actually that makes it the longest gap in between sequels. Sorry. Are you it's still just... laughing at? Yes. Stretching out years. <laughs> Such a child. It's how you say, and I think yes. also it's worth mentioning that. Since I've lived in the UK, I understand why actors struggle to do an English accent because there isn't a set English accent. Well, there, there's a set 1930s like <laughs> Victorian English, like Dick Van Dyke in the first one, where he had the proper chimney sweep accent. They, those they all did the proper accents because his yeah. Cockney accent was good. Yeah, it was great. Really, and obviously they all had the rest of them had like high class accents and things. Like they well, I mean, Julie Andrews well is spooking. British, isn't it? Well, yeah, she? but I mean, they did the the, the execution and things English like that. Exactly, thing. yeah. Um, so this is set only like fourteen years after it, so I doubt things will have changed that much. It's like mm-hmm. nineteen thirty Victorian London. It's going to be pretty much the same. I don't know. So I think if they have to do that, oh, Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be a chimney sweep. Oh, and this... Who is, is that? that? Oh, it's either Dame Judi Dench or the other one. Good. Good. It's not Judi Dench. What's the other one's name? Julie Walters? Yes. Wasn't she Ron's mother in Harry Potter? <gasps> that just blowing Maggie's mind if that was true. Oh, oh. Sorry, this this bit of a long Maggie, say something. Stop just gulping with your mouth open, goddamn. I did not link Julie Walters to I don't know, she might uh, not be. I oh just... my god, she was in Mamma Mia as well as one of the three. No. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, she was. Anyway, yes. No, she was Oh my god. Mrs. Weasley. Oh my god. God. Sorry, we've just found a picture for it. Like, that's oh really, my god! I don't think she's going to be a good Mary Poppins. But Look at her; she's going to be a great Mary Poppins. I don't think she suits it. They I should. Think I biased. think they should have had someone a little bit older, not old, but like 
30, 40 something maybe. I don't, it's, I don't know. I, she doesn't She's gonna suit be it fantastic. for me. She might very well be. She's I'll approach it to... with an open mind. Like She's we try going... to do with everything. It's going to be great. Obviously Maggie's a little bit biased at this stage. Emily Blunt is married to John Krasinski. So she must be an excellent human being. <sighs> human. Human. We're all excellent human beings, Maggie. But the Manuel Miranda's a chimney sweep. Oh god, he's going to do a Cockney accent. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> so looking forward. To it. Oh my we god, love it's gonna Lin be Manuel awful. Miranda. We love Lin Manuel Miranda. He's gonna to have to do a Cockney accent though. It's gonna be awful. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awful. So anyway, apparently uh, Lin Manuel Miranda's character was the apprentice to Bert from the first film. I know I mentioned that, but it got a little bit overshadowed. Um, so that's where he kind of ties in with the. Original, because they had to bring somebody back to mm-hmm. mirror that. Um, I think they should have just stuck with Dick Van Dyke, to be honest. I mean, yeah. It would have been great if he just came back and was like, oh my god, Bert. <laughs> and, you know, Michael would have just been like, Bert, you're back. Can you take me away? Um, you know, back to the carousel and everything. Oh, Christ, man. 54 years. <laughs> that is ridiculous. It's a hefty gap. But I'm glad that they went with a sequel rather than with a remake. Remake, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's it's basically the same thing, but it's more acceptable, which yeah. is what we prefer. Yeah, yeah, remakes are bad. bad. But if you paint it as a sequel, it's slightly more acceptable. It's like Star Wars Seven. It's Star Wars Don't, 4. Just, don't go there. <laughs> Don't, don't drag ourselves back into that pit yes, of despair so and disappointment. Emily Blunt's going to be amazing. Meryl Streep is going to be amazing. Angela Lansbury is going to be amazing. Lin-Manuel Manuel and Colin Firth are going to be amazing. Wreck-It Ralph 2 is going to be awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Mike's excited. It's going to be a good year. Yeah, um, so we're less bothered about Incredibles 2. We haven't seen Big Hero 6, so we can't really comment on the second one. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2, excuse me, we're hoping to be fantastic. And Mary Poppins, I'm approaching with an open mind obviously maggie's completely blown away by it yeah it's gonna be awesome i'm not denying that it cannot ever live up to the original you know julie andrews being the sassy feminine character is just so difficult to play so i'm not saying that it'll live up to it but i I think it'll be acceptable yeah she might play it well but i don't know she just doesn't look very mary poppinsy to me but we'll see how it goes okay i would have loved to have seen lynn manuel miranda as a male mary poppins <laughs> i think that would have been great can you imagine so her just, just coming down on an umbrella just hello children idea <laughs> oh Christ. mary poppins is the doctor <laughs> where she regenerates <laughs> And for she the just, next, like, 50 years, there are sequels she where has, she's a different character. She has character. a functioning TARDIS, so the umbrella is actually just a TARDIS. So she's, she's just coming down, but it's actually a TARDIS that yes. she's floating in on. And then it transforms. That explains why her bag is capable of holding so many things, because, because the TARDIS transforms TARDIS. itself into her bag. Illuminati confirmed, people. It's just Mary Poppins yes. is actually a Time Lord. Yes! Because she hasn't aged. <laughs> it's been 14 years and she looks younger, so she's obviously regenerated. Yes, and then next time, she'll regenerate into Emmanuel Miranda because he gener- regenerates into, sometimes regenerates into faces he's already seen because when he regenerated a Capaldi. <gasps> this makes so much sense! <laughs> How you feeling though, sweetie? <laughs> Maggie's just got an amazing fan theory. She's dead now, so... <sighs> It was, it was I Maggie. thought of this. I thought of this. If anybody says it, I've thought of it. I've got some great fan art to show you after this. Okay. It's going to blow your mind. Okay. So, anyway. So, so, yeah, looking forward to Wrecker Ralph 2 and Mary Poppins. Yes. 
And awesome. those are the four kind of big hitting Disney films. Sequels that are coming out this year. Just the sequels. They have a lot of films coming out. Not to mention like Infinity Wars and things like that. Mm-hmm. So these are just the sequels. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. We might do another podcast on the rest some other time. Yeah. So let's jump into the regular segments mm-hmm. of this show. So first is our random useless fact, which is something that we give to you to have in an arsenal of things to either be clever with or just break awkward social situations with or just use it your own will. So the random useless fact for today is every year, 11,000 Americans injure themselves while trying out bizarre sexual positions. The thing that surprised me most about that random useless fact is how low that number was. Yeah. I expect it to be like in the millions. I thought so as well. At least 100,000. Yeah. yeah. 100,000 yeah. Americans every year. They probably do. They just don't report it. It's just also, what happened. Oh, I fell down the stairs. I wasn't trying to build a sex swing or anything. Also, I think the key to this fact is what is classed as bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, like I say, it's probably stuff that does involve, like, sex swings. <laughs> like, bending yourselves into really weird positions to... I don't know what goes through Americans' heads, man. I'll blame Obama, anyway. No! Uh, so- <laughs> Obama is the reason everything's okay! All right, punch the table much. Yes. God damn it, Obama. Um, so, we'll hit you up with some good news now. Yes! Um, so, a 14-year-old girl has built an app um, to help Alzheimer's patients recognize people basically mm-hmm. um so this app on uh, you download it onto an alzheimer's patient's phone and if they don't recognize someone they can sort of take a picture of them or scan their face with their phone camera mm-hmm. um and it'll the the app will go through all the photos on their device and basically bring it up and tell the patient who they are mm-hmm. which is great because mm-hmm. obviously alzheimer's is a terrible terrible thing and mm-hmm. yeah so if they don't recognize anyone they can be like scan Oh, your name is such and such, apparently. Mm-hmm. You're my daughter. Hello. Mm-hmm. Which obviously comes with its own heartbreak, but I mean, it's better than nothing. I think in the article it also said that some doctors have said that the constant exposure to the same kind of yeah, photograph yeah. could actually improve that memory of that yeah. person. Um, so it's really good. It's going on Indiegogo. So that if you want to support that. it. Yeah. That's great. I would, yeah. It's 14 such, year old as well like yeah crazy. it's it's out of the box thinking isn't it because nobody has thought to look at alzheimer's in the simplistic manner as what I, can i do with current technology whereas everybody's thinking about curing it and getting yeah, rid not, of it not just kind whereas, of helping it yeah. yeah i mean obviously some people will think about oh, helping yeah, it, that that was wrong. a bit of a big statement but <laughs> i thought you know it's so clever it's it's so clever and a 14 year old just looked at it and thought well why not why not just show them pictures and tell them who they are brilliant done that's great so, that was pretty awesome. So, yeah, that's our good news yeah. and our random uses fact. So, so, thank you all very much for listening. Um, and, and Maggie, have you got something to say? <laughs> I wanted to do this bit. Okay, you can do this bit. So, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram that Alex is keeping up to date because he's now addicted to Instagram filters. I haven't posted for like a week. Or... Hit us up. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you'd like to see in the next shows. Tell us how much you love us because we want to hear that. You we, can also tell us how much you hate that. us. But. No, not the hate thing. Just tell us how, please. We need we're, a hug. We're equal opportunities here. We need a digital hug. <laughs> Give us a hug. Not a digital slap in the face, yeah. man. Just a digital hug will do be fine. Yeah. And yeah, and find us also on iTunes and other 
distribution channels and leave us a review if you can please because it helps us get noticed and it helps us get more people in the community so we can build a community and we can be helpful to the community and it will be great and we'll have more friends it'll be awesome we can talk to each other yes so fun is there because why alex Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And also, if you want to support us, then feel free to go on to Kofi um, to buy us a coffee. So it's a way for you to use PayPal to donate a very small amount if you want it to us so that we can do all of our podcast prep in a cafe somewhere. So as a treat. So feel free to find that on our website as well. There's a yeah, little you, button. You, on you may have left. noticed that we changed the website around You've a little bit. changed the website uh, a little bit. So there is now a... Coffee button underneath um, meet the hosts. Yeah. So when there's the really right-hand side. really derpy pictures of me and Maggie on the right hand side, underneath that is buy us a coffee. So. And also let us know if you think it would be a good idea to add our animals as hosts. Of course. And it, you know if they feature in the podcast, we can put them on there. So let us know if they think that's a good idea. But with all that said, that about wraps up today's discussion. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, I've been Maggie. I've been Alex. And this was Socially Coarse. Bye-bye.